everyone, and welcome back to the Red Beard Outdoors podcast. I'm Jonathan, your host, and here at Red Beard Outdoors, I talk about faith, family, fitness, and the outdoors. The reason being is that people that I've either looked up to or that I love to have around me in my life that consistently have success incorporate those four values into their lives, and that's become a main staple in my life. And I want to share that journey with you. As I go through life, I've been you know, a student. I work a full-time job. My wife works. We have kids. Just a normal guy. Just want to share that journey with you. So today we have another edition of the Red Beard Outdoors podcast, Wednesday, uh, Ask Redbeard, ARB. You guys have put in some awesome questions, so I'm going to split this up into uh, two parts. This will come out this week, and then uh, there will be another one that will come out next Wednesday as well. So before we get into these awesome questions that I've gotten, and I want to share my answers with you guys, I want to give a shout out to the show partners and sponsors. Uh, this one is brought to you by Alpenfuel, Heather's Choice, First Form, Kafaru, Black Ovis, Absolute Aid, and Affect Beard Oil. All of those links are down below, guys. You've heard me talk about them. Amazing companies in each of their own regards. Uh, definitely go check out the companies. Give them some support so we can keep this podcast rolling. And with that, I also want to invite you to the Red Beards Fit Crew. Over at Red Beards Fit Crew, we just have an awesome group of individuals that just love fitness, the outdoors, getting better, uh, supporting each other and our goals. That's what we're there for, Red Beards Fit Crew. And once you've joined that, of course, hop over to First Form Outdoors on Facebook as well. Again, those links are down below, guys. Thank you so much. And now let's get started with these questions. I didn't want to take too much time from answering the questions, going over uh, all those, those the show sponsors. So today, let's get this going. The first question that I want to answer. Now, I've answered some of these on Instagram and Facebook, but I'm going to put them here in the podcast. So one that was left over uh, from a previous uh, questions that you guys had, had submitted uh, any archery elk hunting tips, man. Oh, where do I start? Uh, first go check out elk shape. <laughs> I am no expert. Now I know I put up a lot out there and it's because I'm passionate. I enjoy it. I love it. I want you guys to be a part of my journey as I learn to be a better bow hunter and more specifically hunting elk. That is a passion of mine and it's slowly growing not slowly, is quickly growing. And I want to share that with you guys. So I'm not the expert. What I would recommend uh, for elk hunting tips is checking out Mark Livesey. So he does treeline pursuits. That's a great uh, tool to be able to, or schooling basically online that you can go through and learn how to e-scout. Uh, so you don't have to put so much boots on the ground. That's key for me because I have so many other obligations. I'm not necessarily able to get out as much as I would like to do the scouting that I would like to do. So learning how to e-scout is key. Another, of course, elk shape. Go to one of his camps, learn the tricks of the trade. Uh, there's really not a lot to it other than hard work and knowing the resources. That's the biggest thing about those camps. And Dan, he know he compiles all these resources into one camp for everyone. So go check out elk shape, of course. Uh, the Bugler is a great guy for calling tips. Also, Shot IQ if you're looking to be a better archer. All of those things, guys, uh, are, are my tips because I'm no expert. I still have yet to have an elk on the ground, believe it or not. Uh, I've been around multiple successful hunters. 
I've helped people out as far as packing out elk. I've put people in places where they found elk, but I myself have not packed out my own elk or notched a tag for elk. There's multiple reasons behind that that I can I can go over in another podcast, but basically I'm not the expert. I'm just passionate. Go check out the experts. Okay. Let's see. What has what has me hooked on archery? That's another question that was submitted. So what has me hooked on archery, guys? Man, where do I start? Um, so for archery, hunting, bow hunting, I love the aspect of getting close to the animal. Now, I love animals. I grew up wanting to be a veterinarian. I've always had pets uh, until I married my wife <laughs> and then I realized I've got too many kids to be worried about pets. Um, but I've always loved animals and I love the aspect of getting in closer and watching them without them even knowing that I'm there. I love those things as far as archery is con- archery hunting is concerned. Archery in general, uh, I love being able to shoot in my garage. I love being able to shoot my bow quietly, like there's no suppression needed. I love the tinkering aspect, so I can shoot one arrow one way and another arrow a different way. I love the aesthetics of bows. I love the meditation aspect that I feel I get when I'm shooting my bow. And some people may think that's a little weird, but when you get into a shot process that Joel Turner from Shot IQ talks about, it becomes a a sort of meditation where you literally block out everything. You get into a closed loop every single shot and go check out his stuff to learn more about that. But I love the aspect of archery that has to do with basically is basically a meditation. It calms me down, allows me to tune things out that are going on in the world at work uh, with maybe some stressors that are going on at home. All of those things I'm able to take and like at the gym, I get amped up, I get fired up, I work out some aggression, etc. When I go to jujitsu, same thing, you know, you get, uh, you get excited as far as uh, a workout's concerned, you get some good training in, you get to roll, you get to let some of that aggression out. But with archery, it's more of a calm workout. And there's so many different things that you can do with it. But I, I just absolutely love archery for just about everything uh, that has to do with archery. Uh, don't have anything necessarily, one thing specific that has me hooked. But that's a good question. Thank you. Let's see here. Next question. Best way to connect with people who hunt out west? Awesome question. Best way to connect with people who hunt out west? Uh, social media. I'm going to say it. I'm, social media is a great tool if you use it for the, excuse me, for the right reasons. Social media can be a hindrance. It can block you from your family, your actual life, your work, everything else that you've got going on. It can completely block you out from that. And that's not good. That's the bad part of it. It's addicting. Uh, there's so many things that can be that you can compare your life to other people's lives, which don't fall into that trap, guys. But it can also be a great tool to connect with people that you would never have connected with before. So that's an awesome question. Um, I would recommend social media. I'd also recommend going to camps. Again, I go back to Elk Shape Camp because I've been to two years in a row. I'll be going again this upcoming year. And... I'm stoked for that camp. I mean, he's just such an awesome down to earth guy. 
with tons of knowledge and experience that just wants you to be a better human being that isn't upset about you wanting to get into elk hunting because he knows that he is well ahead of you. He's not even comparing himself to you and he's not worried about you getting in on it because he wants this to continue down the generations. And so I'd recommend going to an elk shape camp, 100% go to an elk shape camp. Uh, outside of that as well, go to archery shoots. Uh, if you're wanting to be a bow hunter out West, go to your local archery range, do 3d shoots in the off season, meet people who do come out here and who have done it frequently and get connected with them, create a, a group of individuals. Another good thing you can go into, again, the first form outdoors group on Facebook would be a great one. Uh, and of course, Redbeard's fit crew, all of those places. Again, that's all social media. Um, that's what I would recommend guys. So go to camps like elk, elk shape, go shoot at your local 3d archery club and use social media for the good things that social media is. So again, uh, those three things are what I would highly recommend to be able to get connected with people who want to go hunt out West. So, uh, those are, that's another great question. Good job. Appreciate that. Let's see here. How many places have you hunted? Uh, Utah is the main one I've hunted in North Carolina, but I didn't, this was before I really got into hunting and I didn't like the idea of sitting in a tree stand. I didn't like sitting in a stand at all with a rifle. Um, it just, it seemed too easy or boring based on if the deer came in or not. And I, I just didn't like it. So now that I'm into bow hunting, I would love to go out and shoot uh, a deer with a bow out of a tree stand. That sounds like a lot of fun. But with a rifle, it just didn't seem right. So uh, that's really the only two places I've hunted is North Carolina and Utah. Um, I've gone other places in the States, but as far as me personally hunting, uh, those are the two places that I've hunted. So thank you for that question. Uh, state you wish you could hunt in. Uh, so a state I wish I could hunt in, there's a list of them. <laughs> and it's not that I wish necessarily. I mean, it's on my bucket list. But I, this year, I decided to just stay local here in Utah and put in for points at other places uh, so that I could uh, hit some other goals that we had here as a family. And I just finished school, etc. There's a whole, a whole bunch of other reasons why. But I will eventually get to all of these states that I'm going to list. So Idaho for spring bear, uh, Montana and Wyoming for elk and possibly mule deer. I love Wyoming. I've, I've, oh, I forgot about this. I hunted in Wyoming for, for pronghorn that going back to the previous question, I have hunted in Wyoming for pronghorn and was successful. So I'm going to be hunting in, in Wyoming, uh, hopefully for elk and mule deer and pronghorn in the future as well. And of course, Alaska, Alaska is always up on the list. Uh, Arizona sounds like a lot of fun, Arizona, and uh, I know Mexico is not a state, but in Mexico, I'd love to go hunt either mule deer or coos deer or both, um, and have some of those amazing tamales that they make down there, uh, with some venison. That would be amazing. So those are some of the states that I wish I could hunt in. And it's not even necessarily that I wish I could hunt. It's that I'm getting there. I will get there eventually. Favorite animal to hunt and why? Great question. Uh, my favorite animal to hunt is elk. And even though I'm fairly new to it, uh, I love how majestic they are. I love watching them. I love how vocal they are. I love how much meat they provide for one hunt. I love 
just how quiet they can be, even though they're such majestic creatures. And I go walking through the, the woods and I crunch everything I step on. Whereas these guys can have these big old swords on their heads and they still don't make a sound. I don't know how they do it. It's awesome. I love it. They're beautiful creatures. Again, I love how vocal they are and interactive. For all those reasons, elk. Um, I had my first interaction with an actual elk uh, and realized how big they were, even though I'm looking back at it now. He was a, he was a solid five point, but he was a five point. He wasn't the biggest bodied elk either. But for me, he was huge. And so I loved being a part of that hunt with my buddy uh, when he filled his tag. And from then I've been hooked. And then hearing them in person, it just all of it, the whole aspect of elk. So elk is my favorite animal to hunt. Thank you for that question. Uh, so I'm new here. He says, I'm new here. What do you do for work? Full-time Instagram or what? No, I'm not full-time Instagram. Uh, I definitely have a nine to five. I also obviously have the podcast. I run Redbeard's Fit Crew. I help with First Form Outdoors. Uh, I do some gear testing and reviews. So I've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, my normal nine to five as, as of right now is a, I'm a salesman for a data management system company for Power Sport Marine and RV. And I run basically the Southeast. So I've got from North Carolina down to Florida, over to Mississippi. And then I have some of the islands down there as well. So uh, Puerto Rico, um, yes, I'm fluent in Spanish. <laughs> And, uh, it's great. I love it. I love the flexibility that I have. I get my work done. I get the people taken care of. I can go and do what I need to do with my family or with, uh, the side hustles I've got going on and hunting, of course. <laughs> so that's what I do. Thank you for that question. Um, did I stop by the secret Suaro uh, store when I went up to the Kafaro international grand opening? No, I did not. I'm pretty hooked on Vortex. I, I know Suaro is like top of the line. I haven't, I'm not a glass nerd enough to know the difference. So I've looked between Suaro's and Vortex's high end. I don't see a huge difference. So for me, I'm going to stick with Vortex until I become such a gear snob and nerd that I may notice the difference. I say gear snob jokingly, guys. I'm a very sarcastic person. So take that with a grain of salt. Uh, but that is where I'm at right now. So no, I did not stop by the secret Suaro store that apparently is up in Riverton, Wyoming or in that area. All right. Next question. What Kafaru pack should I get? Well, first of all, you already narrowed it down to the best company out there. <laughs> so good for you on that one. Um, now here's how I handle that situation. It's just like for me, uh, supplementation with protein, vitamins, etc. With packs, I want to know a couple things. I want to know uh, what's your style of hunting? Um, you know, like how many days you're going to go in? Uh, are you a bivy hunter or do you hunt from the truck so you can be mobile at night? What's your deal? I love asking those questions, getting into the nitty gritty so that you can get pointed in the right direction. Uh, my go-tos this year are going to be the Hellbender and the Hoodlum. The Hoodlum is going to be for my five plus days if I do choose to go in and backpack that far. If not, I'm going to be using the Hellbender for three days or less. If I'm going in for spike camping, I've got the camp bag set up from Kafaru, uh, which is awesome for spiking out. And and then you've got the built-in meat shelf. Um, it's waterproof meat shelf. You've got the it's around 2,200 cubic inches on the main bag. You have a little uh, stretchy pouch on the front that you can stuff layers in. It's just an awesome overall pack. The Hellbender. Either way, whatever pack you end up going with get the duplex light frame that thing carries weight like no other 
So those are my recommendations. But again, I'd, I'd prefer to have a conversation with you uh, just to get to know a little bit more about how you hunt because there's so many good options, uh, literally thousands of combinations that you can go through on the Kofaro site. Also, you can call Kofaro's customer service and they'll probably guide you even better than I can. So uh, good on you for wanting to know about Kofaro, first of all, because that's you narrowed it down to the best company out there. So uh, last question. Last but definitely not least, would like to eventually invest in a good hunting pack. What would you recommend? Oh, well, we just got done talking about this. So Kafaru, first of all, I'd recommend you go in with a Kafaru. Uh, but then once you get to there, again, I would like to know, are you a tree stand hunter out east? Do you backpack in? Are you just doing one western hunt and then you do all eastern after that? Are you wanting multiple packs? Do you want just one pack to do it all? Either way, again, going back to Kafaru, Kafaru has the option for you. There's thousands of combinations between packs, frames, accessories. Uh, you can either reach out to me on Instagram uh, at red.beard.outdoors or call Kafaru's customer service. They will definitely, they'll ask you the same questions. What are you looking to do? Uh, you know, what, what's your style of hunting, etc. And they'll get you set up where you need to be. So I would say, and I would highly recommend Kafaru. They're built like tanks. Um, they carry weight like no other. So, and they provide the option from the day hunter all the way out to the extreme 14 day backpack hunter, um, or more depending on what you're doing. So yeah, shoot me a message or call Kafaro's customer service for that one. Awesome guys. Well, thank you for these questions. They have been fantastic. I love answering questions. Uh, eventually we're going to have people on from Redbeard's fit crew, first form outdoors, uh, to just chat listeners to the podcast that I want to have on and, and have reached out to me about things. So again, thank you guys for the questions. I really appreciate your support. The, uh, the podcast is growing. The support is growing. Please go leave a review. If it's anything less than five stars, I do ask that you give me feedback, please, so that I can make it better. If it's five stars, you don't have to write something out. I'd appreciate it if you did, but you don't have to. Right. So I just would appreciate a review. Let's get this out to more people. You can also go subscribe over to the YouTube channel, Redbeard Outdoors, where I post the audios of ones like today, where it's the Wednesday, or the Saturday ones. I have video uh, where I'm actually chatting with the people that I'm, I'm having a conversation with. So thanks again, guys. Love to see you over at First Form Outdoors page on Facebook, Redbeard's Fit Crew, and just more than anything, guys, I want you to get out, live your life, and love it.